What's up, my podcast listeners? I have a special episode for you today. I compiled all my one-minute segments of a injury question series I did over Instagram about a year ago where I talk about why does my low back hurt, why does my knee hurt, elbow, shoulder, you name it, and I cut them into one-minute segments and put them all together into this about 18-minute episode. Hopefully you enjoy this. Here we go. One of the most common questions that I get all the time is, I'm injured with this thing, what do I do? And my first question back is, have you seen a physiotherapist or a chiropractor? And most of the time their response is no. So this is a huge, huge issue is that I am a personal trainer. The scope is within fitness and exercise, not a torn ACL and I'm supposed to give you solutions. Sure, I have a lot of experience working with clients that have dealt with those specific injuries, but to ensure that your recovery is going to be 100%, you wanna seek out medical professionals like a chiropractor or physiotherapist before you start asking myself or any other personal trainer what you should do with that injury. Another common question I get all the time is my knee hurts when I squat, what should I do? Again, there's a lot to unpack in that question, but most of the time there is a pattern. For a lot of people with knee pain during squats, it could be due to a lack of hip mobility. So a lot of times the solution is work on hip mobility. How do you work on hip mobility? Something like hip cars is a great idea to kind of start with, but a really specific way to attack hip mobility is working hip internal rotation. Once you have enough hip internal rotation within the socket, then you can do a lot of things like squats and lunges and all the fancy lower body exercises that you see on Instagram. So attack hip mobility and specifically hip internal rotation and your knees are going to thank you. Here's part two of why your knee is hurting while you're squatting. The other reason going from a mobility standpoint is most likely due to your ankle. If your ankle doesn't have enough ankle dorsiflexion, then you're not going to be able to go low enough into a squat and something is going to compensate for it and it's usually the knee. So the solution here is to work a lot of ankle dorsiflexion and there's multiple thousand different variations out there and you can do a quick YouTube search or you can subscribe to my YouTube page and look up some really awesome ankle mobility drills that you can do. So hit up that ankle for more mobility. Here is part three of why does my knee hurt while I squat. So we covered the hip and the ankle and now we're actually going to look at the knee joint itself. Sometimes there is a limit of tibial rotation where your knee joint can't rotate within itself. So if I don't have enough tibial rotation externally, then when I descend down into my squat, I'm gonna get stuck and shear forces and compressive forces are gonna go into that knee. So after I've attacked hip mobility and ankle mobility, I'm gonna look at tibial rotation as the third culprit. I have a lot of great videos on my channel about tibial rotation, so search those up first or leave a comment below. Here is part four of why does my knee hurt when I squat? We tackled hip mobility, ankle mobility, and tibial rotation. 
The fourth one is anatomical differences. Did you know that there are six different types of pelvises out there? And depending on where your ancestors come from determines how you squat. That's why everyone has a different opinion on squat depth, squat stance, you name it. So depending on where you're from determines how you squat. And sometimes it just comes down to maybe you don't back squat. Maybe you do more single leg stuff. Maybe you do more deadlifts than squats. Sometimes forcing a square peg in a round hole isn't the best way. So hip mobility, knee tibial rotation, and ankle mobility, and also anatomical differences. That's why your knee hurts. Why does my lower back hurt part one? Part one is the most important step out of this series. Go seek medical help. Don't ask your personal trainer what to do with low back pain. Sure, myself and many others out there have a lot of experience, but we are not medical professionals. Go seek advice from a medical doctor, chiropractor, physiotherapist, athletic therapist, you name it, to clear out any weird stuff. Because there's a lot of causes for low back pain and if you're just willy-nilly hoping that this rehab exercise you found online is going to fix your back pain that you've been dealing with for years, maybe even a decade, is a little silly. So step one, go seek medical advice from a professional, not a trainer. Why does my lower back hurt part two? Say you did part one, you got cleared for exercise from your practitioner, chiro, physio, massage, medical doctor, whatever it is, and it's a mobility issue. Usually, it's your hips. Our hips are designed to move very, very well and in many different variables in time and space. But if they are tight and they require to move because you're doing squats, lunges, deadlifts, whatever, then we're gonna find that movement somewhere else. And that's usually the lower back, which is not designed to move that much compared to your hips. That added stress to the lumbar spine say from a back squat doing you know compressive forces and shear forces it's going to hurt over time so step one is to work on your hip mobility one of the most common questions i get on instagram is i hurt my shoulder what should i do well there's a lot to unpack there because the shoulder is a very intricate and complex joint. There's so many things that could have happened. And for me to give you advice over a DM of what to do and what not to do is kind of limited for myself because I don't have all the information. Maybe you tore something, maybe you fell on it, maybe you slept on it weird, or maybe you've been overhead pressing for years and you don't have the mobility um, requirements to actually do an overhead press. So for me to give any kind of fitness advice for a hurt shoulder, I can't. So you need to give me a lot more information before I can even give you any type of guidance. Why does my shoulder hurt part two? So you did part one, you went to go see a chiro or a physio to ensure there's nothing too serious. Maybe it's actually just a mobility issue that's causing irritation and that's why your shoulder hurts when you 
press overhead. So let's go down the mobility route. A lot of times when people have pain in their shoulder, they can't press overhead without any kind of compensation. So the first line of attack is developing better thoracic extension. If your spine can't extend properly, there's gonna be a compensation pattern at the shoulder. So if I slouch forward and try to bring my arm up, it can't really get there without any kind of compensation, so a lot of stress goes into the front of the shoulder. So step two is work on your thoracic extension. Why does my shoulder hurt part three? So you did part one, you did part two, now part three is looking at your shoulder blade. Your shoulder blade can move in so many different directions, and a lot of people don't have interdependency of their scapulas. So in order to press overhead, your shoulder blade needs to be able to glide very easily. Your shoulder blade is responsible for a lot of overhead movements and also stabilizing your glenohumeral joint. So step three is to work shoulder stability and scapular stability. So things like the kettlebell arm bar, scapular cars, things like that, which are all in my YouTube channel. So I 100% recommend you subscribe to find all those videos. Why does my shoulder hurt part four? So we look at the glenohumeral joint and we use a term called workspace. How much space do you actually have in your capsule for your shoulder to do shoulder things. A lot of people don't have enough room to actually move their shoulder through time and space, which leaves them in a weird pressing angle if they're trying to do something overhead, and they don't have enough room for the glenohumeral joint to slide and glide properly for things like shoulder presses, pull-ups, you name it. So something as simple as doing shoulder cars every single day day after day, multiple reps throughout the day to kind of prep the shoulder with synovial fluid, blood flow, nutrients, you name it, to build up the integrity. So step four is working the capsule with shoulder cars. Why does my wrist hurt part one? Just like all the other series, number one is you need to go see a physio or chiro or someone in the medical field that has a lot of experience with wrist injuries. Before you even go down the exercise route, you want to ensure that there's nothing going on in that wrist that may be a bigger issue than just a mobility restriction or something that's an easy fix when it comes to exercise. So step one, go seek medical advice. Why does my wrist hurt part two? Part one was to go get cleared. Say you are cleared and it's just a mobility restriction and tightness. A lot of people don't have really good wrist mobility because we are here all day on our laptops, on our phones. And most of the time when you don't use a joint, the way it's designed, it tends to get tight and kind of shriveled and it doesn't want to move. So something as simple as doing wrist cars where we're moving our wrists in its entire range of motion every single day. And the biggest thing that I see with wrist cars in particular is that when people try to do them, they try to rotate their whole forearm and they flare out their elbow. And that's just a restriction, also a motor control thing. So you want to do this every single day to get that joint moving, to get synovial fluid, nutrients to the joint to make it a little bit happier when it moves. 
why does my wrist hurt part three. So we're gonna go down the pathway of a mobility restriction. And most people don't have enough wrist extension for their wrists. And when you think about things like push-ups, burpees that I absolutely hate, or any pressing motion requires a lot of wrist extension and a lot of people have trouble getting in there. So something as simple as holding your wrist into extension like this or on the ground, holding that for two minutes and we're gonna do a pails and rails contraction where say if I was holding that position, my pails contraction would be my one hand pushing into the ground or into my other hand and I'm fighting it isometrically and rails would be me trying to get my wrist into further extension to work this stuff and that pails contraction will work this stuff. Doing this daily is going to provide more movement options for your wrist. One common question I get a lot online is why does my neck hurt? And this is gonna be part one of this series. Just like all the other joints that I've covered, your first step is to go see a chiropractor, a physiotherapist, or someone in the medical field that is not a personal trainer. And the reason behind that is to rule out any weird stuff that may affect your health long-term. Because yeah, maybe it is a muscle tightness thing, maybe it's a mobility restriction, but we don't know if there's any other underlying issues. So it's always best to play it safe. So step one to your neck pain is to go seek medical help from a professional other than a personal trainer. Why does my neck hurt? Part two. So if you did part one, you are cleared for exercise and some sort of intervention. And usually when it comes to neck pain, there's a lot of tightness through here and there's also some sort of mobility restriction. So my go-to for all of my clients is something called neck cars. All you're gonna do is move your neck through its entire range of motion where we're gonna look down with the head, scraping the chin left or right, starting to think of driving the head up towards the ceiling all the way over to the other side, back down and to where we started and then you would do at least three to five repetitions per side. Doing this daily is going to build up the integrity of the joints in your neck and over time improve the quality of your entire neck without any pain. Why does my neck hurt part three? So we covered part one where you need to go get cleared by a chiro or physio or some sort of medical professional. Number two is doing neck cars. Number three is looking at things that influence neck tightness. So a lot of times when people with a tight neck have restrictions in their shoulder. If my shoulder can't move freely in all these different ranges, it's going to pull on all of this stuff. So something as simple as doing shoulder cars every day or any kind of shoulder mobility exercise is going to relieve the tension leading up to your neck because we have a lot of muscles that connect with the shoulder. So a lot of times it's finding other stuff that doesn't move as well that will directly influence the neck. Why does my neck hurt part 
four. So we're gonna continue on the whole theme of finding other things that influence the neck. And the next one is our shoulder blades. How many of us have had pain right about here where it's super sharp and you can't move and it goes up into your neck? So a lot of that is caused by poor scapular control. Most of the people that I work with have no idea how to move their shoulder blade freely without any kind of compensation. So a lot of times that's one of my first priorities working with an individual one-on-one -on -one is teaching them how to get movement through their shoulder blade. If the shoulder blade is stuck, it's gonna pull on stuff that leads into the neck. So scapular motion is a huge priority. Why does my elbow hurt part one? Just like all the other videos I've done, your first step for any painful joint or area in your body is to go see a physiotherapist, a chiropractor, or some sort of medical professional that specializes in that injury and not your personal trainer. Sure, we do have you know, courses that we've taken some experience, but we can't rule out any weird funky stuff that could be a medical thing that needs an intervention to fix it. So step one is to go seek a medical professional that's going to clear you for exercise for that elbow specifically. Why does my elbow hurt part two? A lot of times when it comes to elbow pain, either on the outside or in the inside of the elbow, usually stem from poor shoulder mobility. If my shoulder can't move freely through all the ranges, it's going to cause tightness and pulling on this elbow. And over time, it almost becomes like the straw that breaks the camel's back, that eventually this gets so irritated, now it's sending painful signals into your brain and into the rest of your body. So something as simple as working on shoulder mobility first will relieve the tension that goes down to the elbow. Something as simple as thinking about if I don't have enough shoulder mobility and I'm trying to do chin-ups, I'm going to crank on that elbow a lot. So focus on shoulder mobility first before anything elbow specific. Why does my elbow hurt part three? So in the last one we covered focusing on the shoulder and now we're gonna focus on the wrist. And if you watched my wrist videos, you know that a lot of times when people do wrist cars, their forearm rotates with it. So that just tells me that their wrist doesn't have enough range of motion. So the elbow, once again, is taking up the work for the limited range of motion for the wrist and the shoulder. So we have two things influencing this one joint. So the more we can focus on wrist mobility, will relieve tension going into the elbow and will make that joint a little bit happier and healthier.